Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. Next stop is the chamber in Perth. The Elimination Chamber is coming up, which will determine the next to main event WrestleMania for Seth Rollins' WWE World Heavyweight Championship and also Rhea Ripley's Women's Championship. Cody Rhodes is facing Roman Reigns, so do not worry, all of you Cody crybabies. Cody will have a shot to finish his story, as well as Bayley, the 49er fan, will be facing her former teammate and faction member EO Sky at WrestleMania. What is going on, folks? Folks, welcome back again to another episode of Snug Wrestling with me, your host. My name is Edgar. There's an image that has been going around the worldwide interwebs that the WWE might have leaked the qualifiers for the Women's Elimination Chamber. And if these rumors are true, spoiler alert, we're going to be seeing Liv Morgan, Naomi, Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton, and the sixth competitor in this match was kind of hard to tell. I couldn't really make her out because because the picture that leaked was a background picture from the WWE website and it was a blurred picture but for sure it seems like we got five of the women that are going to be in the chamber and this is a pretty strong group for the women's chamber I'm glad that Tiffany Stratton was in that picture I've been telling y'all y'all better not sleep on Tiffany Stratton she's going to do big things in that WWE women's division this Friday Night Smackdown was in the Carolinas Charlotte North Carolina we're on the road to Wrestlemania however we can't talk about Wrestlemania without talking about the Elimination Chamber first. So let's talk about the Chamber and SmackDown. Let's go. The game Triple H had his hands full at the press scrum in Vegas on Thursday and he showed up on Smackdown to address some of the drama that went down with The Rock, the people's champ the Brahma Bull and cut a promo on The Rock and man I was getting flashbacks from the Attitude Era. Triple H said look I don't care where you sit you're not gonna assert your authority around here cause you don't have any and you gotta know your role. Cody Rhodes will be facing Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania and it doesn't matter if you don't like that decision and man i got really hyped for that just give me triple h versus the rock at wrestlemania i wouldn't even care about anything else if that happened but then i remember that old trips he can't wrestle anymore because he has a bad heart and that made me really sad but it was still cool to hear triple h talk shit to the rock like the good old days nick aldis announced the matches that are set to take place on smackdown we're gonna be getting the qualifying matches for the elimination chamber we're gonna have 12 competitors Ivar, Sami Zayn, we got Dominic Mysterio, LA Knight, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Randy Orton, Bronson Reed, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, and The Miz. These 12 guys are going to compete in a total of six matches, and we're going to start with Guns Blazing in the first match with Mr. DM Hunk, Drew McIntyre, versus AJ Styles. Drew and AJ Styles start off the match with urgency. It was as if they were actually trying to win the match, 
mentioned that we're fighting for something. LA Knight was also out there to add more fuel to the fire. That was this Friday Night SmackDown. I mean, that arena was so lit with Triple H being in the building, the announcement of the qualifying matches. The opening match was with two major established stars that were going to give the fans a real brush, a real ruction, a scrum, a dust up, a scrap. And then you add the megastar in that mix as well. Then you got some real magic taking place on your screens with this SmackDown. Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles were wrestling like this was a fourth quarter of a playoff match. Both wrestlers were eager to get the upper hand. No funny business. No one was trying to do cool moves on each other to, to get cheap pops. They weren't trying to get tables and do stuff that was badass, man. I was not sure how this match was going to end. This match could go either way. Both AJ and Drew McIntyre are top guys, and it's hard to pick just one of these guys to go over. LA Knight got involved and caused a distraction that Drew McIntyre took advantage and got the win over AJ Styles, and it was not a clean win. Thankfully, AJ Styles got an out. The right guy won, and AJ Styles now has beef with LA Knight. Overall, it was a good finish for this opening match. No one in this match looked like a goof after it was all said and done. The Yes Boys, pretty deadly, cursed Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates in a video package with Queen Elizabeth. Yes, you heard that right, and this video package was as ridiculous as it sounds. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates got the better of the pretty lamely last week, and this week they're going up against the DIY. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates, that is. Too many pronouns, pal. The men's qualifying matches were announced at the beginning of the show, but everything the men get, so do the women. And we got Mi Chin versus Bianca Belair in a babyface versus babyface qualifying match. The WWE split me during this match. Obviously, I wanted the EST to win, but I didn't want to see Mi Chin lose either. Mi Chin is a good worker. She has good timing. She's always there when she needs to be, and Mi Chin, her spots don't look like shit. Mi Chin did a good job for Bianca Belair. Belair qualified for the chamber in Perth, and both of these two had a good match. They worked their asses off. I mean, their butts. I mean, I shouldn't be saying that. They worked really hard, both Bianca and Mi Chin did. The young Steiner Braun Breaker was on SmackDown once again and did what a young star like himself should do. Reached out to a veteran for advice. Wow, I know that sounds crazy, right? Especially nowadays, but maybe this generation of wrestlers are not a lost cause after all. Well, at least not in the WWE. There might still be hope. Braun Breaker is having trouble deciding between going to Raw or SmackDown, but then walks in someone that knows a thing or two about making business decisions. The wise man, Pauly Dangerously Heyman, and I know that look. Paul Heyman was giving old Braun Breaker the Paul Heyman googly eyes. The same look that only special people get, like a certain tribal chief. Paul Heyman has dollar signs in his eyes when he was looking at Braun Breaker. Is WWE giving us a little look into the future? A little tease of what we can be seeing? Braun Breaker is a future star, future main eventer, future champion, and maybe a future Paul Heyman guy. Cause shit, why the fuck not? Bailey got her moment and her time to shine. Bailey was not at the Las Vegas WrestleMania press conference and left a lot of people wondering and confused as to why the heck not. Travel issues? Was her dog sick? We don't know. All that we know is that Bailey was not in Vegas to hype up her match versus EO Sky. CM Punk also took notice of that and went on his famous Instagram account to share his opinion on the lack of Bailey that was at the Vegas press conference. Here's the clip. I really wanted to talk about Bailey and how she won the Royal Rumble 
for the women. And she wasn't represented on the poster. Felt like she needed a presence there. I got caught up talking about The Rock and Reigns and Cody and Seth and all that. But very much in the main event mix is Bailey. She won the Rumble. Don't forget it. Put some respect on her name. Bailey was on SmackDown getting all the flowers she deserves doing her classic babyface promos. Bailey explained how she got to the point where she had to choose EO Sky to face at WrestleMania. Bailey did everything for the damage control and they didn't appreciate her. All the damage control did was treat her like shit and talk shit behind her back. Well, Bailey, I say good riddance to them no good Kabuki Warriors, Kabuki. Dakota Kai, one of the five members of the damage control, came out to the ring to deny any part in this I hate Bailey club that was created in the damage control and says I had no idea I wasn't even there it wasn't even me well then what's it gonna be Bailey asked Dakota who do you stands with Dakota is it gonna be me Bailey or are you gonna be with the Kabuki Warriors Kabuki the Kabuki Warriors tried to rush the ring to attack Bailey once again but Dakota Kai stopped them with the steel chair in hand so it looks like Dakota stands with Bailey, but she had some weird body language that made me believe that Dakota Kai is the mastermind behind all of this. And she is going to screw Bailey at WrestleMania. I mean, that chair spot where Dakota cleared the ring was not very convincing. SmackDown got a very NXT-ish feel with this next match, the tag team match for the number one contender, the DIY versus Pete Dunn and Tyler Bates. If you're a fan of NXT and you watch regularly, you know what I mean. The matches on NXT are high pace, high intensity, high flying, with a bunch of cool moves and a bunch of spots. Not that there's anything wrong with that, that's just modern wrestling nowadays, but I felt like I was watching NXT during this match. And if I wanted to watch matches like this, I would just tune in on Tuesdays, not Fridays. Hell, I would even tune in on Wednesdays. But at least Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates won, and they're moving on to face the Judgment Day. Another babyface versus babyface match, but this time, it was in the main event in another qualifying match for the Chamber in Perth and it was Sami Zayn versus Randy Orton. Sami Zayn once again making his way into another main event spot but this time it was on Smackdown. The entire world started to get worried after Randy Orton hit a big superplex on Sami Zayn from the top rope and Randy started selling his recently repaired back. Randy Orton just came back from back injury and was gone for almost a year. Either Randy Orton is really fucking good at selling his back and making everyone believe that he was really injured or randy orton really fucked up his back again i hope it's the first one randy he got the w over Sami Zayn with an rko after a very competitive match and randy orton is moving to the elimination chamber so far we have drew mcintyre we have randy orton qualified for the chamber and on the women's side we have bianca Belair. next week the rock and roman reigns are scheduled to be on smack down they are going to be forced to show up and work so we will see what this new alliance that was formed in the bloodline with the rock being thrown in that mix has in store for us next week and it should be a must watch episode of smackdown so let me know what you guys thought about all of this hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon